Right, welcome back to Global Data Thematic Intelligence. It's time for more Top Tech. At Global Data Thematic Intelligence, we track over 100 tech, industry, ESG, and macro themes impacting all major sectors. I'm Emma Sturdy, and today I'm joined with Patrick, and we'll be talking to Global Data's Charlotte Dunlap, Research Director, and Beatrice Vallo, Senior Analyst. They are part of a new generative AI practice within Global Data's Enterprise Technology and Services Group. Welcome. How are you? Good. Hi, Emma. Thanks for joining. Um, so I know you guys are wrapping up your quarterly generative AI newsletter right now. Can you give us a little preview of key events you're highlighting in that report? Sure. I'll start with some, something that we have been talking about is, is a new agreement between Cisco and NVIDIA to deliver AI infrastructure for enterprises. And uh, this, this new deal plays to the traditional strong points in both companies. And it also kind of plays into the current hype that is surrounding everything related to generative AI. So organizations right now are afraid that they do not have the time to design their own AI infrastructure and software. And this announcement is giving them the opportunity to use, um, first of all, NVIDIA's latest Tensor Core GPUs in the hardware systems by Cisco. And these microprocessors are still the most powerful ones to run generative AI workloads. And so this is a brilliant idea by Cisco to incorporate them into this new line of systems. Uh, but also uh, with, the, with this agreement, Cisco is also incorporating NVIDIA's software stack. Um, and the most important part of, of this is that Cisco and NVIDIA have also announced Cisco validated designs for AI infrastructure. And so this uh, so-called validated designs are very important because they help edu educate enterprise customers. They give them more, uh, a better feel about what Cisco and NVIDIA consider to be a proper AI data center design. So it's, it's quite um, an important announcement, I think. Mm, yeah, yeah. Thanks, Beatrice. Uh, I agree. I think your, what you just noted was definitely the big hot announcement um, this week during uh, the Cisco Live conference in Amsterdam. Um, definitely Gen AI is, is the hot topic uh, as well. And so for what my perspective, what I was following, there were two key technologies in particular that were rolled out called Motific and AI Assistant. And so what Cisco's done is it it's packaged its Gen AI technology motific into a SaaS, software as a service offering, um, with the aim of easing, you know, all the complex operational provisioning that's required with moving uh, advanced apps into production. So it it really um, addresses the key points that that uh, bother ops teams or DevOps model teams um, that they're most concerned with, including 
being able to leverage Gen AI so that they can ensure enterprise-grade security and, and trust of the data and the compliance issues they've got and cost management. So Matif, Matific uh, works closely with another product they rolled out called AI Assistant, and that's an AI tool which is going to be integrated across Cisco's core product lines, you know, starting with security and WebEx. Um, so for example, it's part of Panoptica security service, um, and it lets DevSecOps teams interact with its security products in this like prompt-based manner, uh, you know, through natural language. So I'm hearing more and more importance being placed on partnerships in helping to further Gen AI. So Charlotte, do you agree with this? And how is this ecosystem evolving? Yeah, Emma, for sure. It, it feels like every week, you know, there's a new kind of monster partnership between <laughs> the, the, the the cloud giants or uh, platform, app platform giants, um, and more and more too from the network and infrastructure giants who, you know, hadn't been part of a lot of this digital transformation or DevOps kind of technology. But um, they're doing this because they know they all benefit by filling filling in technology gaps um, and or accessing new partners installed customer bases and accessing their sales and distribution teams or um or or definitely also access to mightier or broader professional services experts which are you know really hard to find so um yeah so something else that we put in our newsletter is that um, we noted a really important, significant partnership between AWS and Capgemini. Uh, this is about a strategic multi-year collaboration aimed at furthering Gen AI adoption among the customers of both these parties, who, you know, by the way, have invested a good deal of money into this technology. And so they're trying to get the best bang for their buck. And they're targeting joint customers largely through Capgemini's network of AWS centers of excellence. Um, so enterprises will have better insight into how this you know, advanced AI can further their, their digital and business agendas. Uh, and, and then lastly, also Emma, the you know, AWS strengths lie in their high productivity developer tools like Code Whisperer, and their popular SageMaker machine learning platform. IBM also just made an important partnership, just, just quick mention on that, with GSMA, and that's a global mobile operators and organization um, initiative. And this is important because it basically it kind of comes down to some really advanced training sessions they're going to be offering based on IBM Watson X, but it's important because it addresses a number of key trends in the industry, including one, you know, near and dear to me, and we've all been covering more on reskilling and upskilling, you know, because we've got this problematic and global skills gap. And the telco industry in particular doesn't want to be left behind. So this this kind of arrangement is going to, you know, set up some nice uh, training programs, very you know, officially done by these organizations, uh, launching new Gen AI training programs and and building skills and fostering initiatives. So um, yeah, just wanted to make a quick mention of that too. Brilliant, thank you. Like um, 
there's so much going on and like loads of deals happening all the time. So there's um, all this content sounds like it's going to like really help readers to kind of pick through um, what they're looking at uh, in the news so regularly. Um, moving on, actually, uh, uh, Beatrice, um, you've, I understand, been quite closely following what's probably the most recognizable name in generative AI, that being open AI. Um, I understand rightly, they've, they've just made some key updates to ChatGPT, uh, which you've chosen to highlight. What can you tell us about that? Um, thanks, Patrick. Uh, that's right. As many of you know, back in August of last year, OpenAI announced um, ChatGPT Enterprise. Now, this was a big deal back then because, of course, um, it was OpenAI that kind of opened the floodgates of generative AI technologies. And, but at first, this technology was only good for the consumer world. And the transition to the enterprise was an important moment for the company. And uh, uh, so OpenAI has been working on the solutions that it is offering for organizations uh, in the enterprise world. And it has come up with ChatGPT team. And this is basically an offering for smaller companies that uh, sometimes they have very different requirements to large organizations. Um, I think the company has been really eager and worked very hard uh, to uh, point out that this enterprise version is not going to use any business data to train the AI models that it is running. That was uh, an important hurdle for customers to make sure that using the technology is not going to put their sensitive business data at risk. So this means that basically this version has the same capabilities as a large enterprise version, but it has been kind of customized for the, the SMB, a small and medium business sector. And so um, the company is updating the portfolio for the enterprise. I think this is, this is quite, quite interesting. And that's, that's why we have put this in the, in the newsletter as well. I mean, yeah, there, there, there's so much going on with just OpenAI and ChatGPT itself. I, th I feel like it's something that could have a newsletter of its own even. So it's really useful to have that included for all of our readers. Um, you guys also recently wrote up your end of year generative AI predictions for this year of 2024. Do you have any favorites in particular that you want to share? Um, yeah, thanks, Patrick. Uh, I I will. I one of mine was twenty twenty four is going to be the year of the killer app, <laughs> and um, I kind of came up with that idea because I went to this really interesting conference in San Jose, California, at the end of the year. Um, it was called AI Dev, as in developer. Um, it was put on by the Linux Foundation. And I was surprised to find there were a number of Silicon Valley VCs, you know, venture capitalist groups at this conference and um, went to a number of panels and just got some great firsthand insight into what they were thinking about, where they were going to invest money. And of course, they noted 
And we all pretty much know 2023 was the year of huge investments in these, um, you know, heavily funding these large language models, LLMs. Um, these are, you know, computational and capital intensive to build. And, um, and they definitely dominated the year. And now I'm just getting the feeling that VCs are, are kind of sending these strong signals that they're going to turn their attention now to the application layer of gen AI innovation. So um, it makes sense because now we're, we're really realizing that these applications are becoming far more complex um, in a good way. You know, they're, they're able to use not just one, but multiple LLMs. So, you know, your queries, your prompts are going to have access to a broader swath of, of numerous LLMs. Um, and these next-gen apps will also include a heavy emphasis on the data integration layer. Um, I mean, features like text to SQL and other new forms of, of data access that's going to just really improve the workflow, workflow layer for improving common business processes and, and ultimately improving the user experience. And so anyway, I just coupled these ideas with the idea of advanced apps with some other trends. Um, you know, I even chose, it's probably going to be a medical app. That's the killer app, you know, and um, just because of the need for it, aging populations, things like that. Um, frankly, there's going to be a lot of killer apps this year, you know, built through Gen AI. So yeah, back to you, Patrick. I think, I think a medical app just really could be quite cool, just beyond its actual utility. I think people would just be like, yeah. wow, this is actually like amazing, the kind of things that we can come up with. Um, Beatrice, did you have anything else that was your particular favorite? Sure. So I think in 2024, we will see a high profile case of a corporation, a big corporation, or perhaps a government even involved in a big scandal as a, as a result of deploying AI applications. And this will really make headlines. And so the awareness will grow even more that it is very important to control the unintended consequences of AI. And we have seen lately in the news a number of developments involving um, deep fakes, for example. Um, and to tackle this and other problems, there will be new legislation like the AI Act that will come into effect. And this um, legislation, the AI Act, bans the real-time use of biometric analysis of sensitive characteristics in public spaces to avoid discriminatory practices and also requires human oversight of computer models, for example, and it will help individuals have more control over their own data and so on. Thank you so much. Um, this has been a really interesting and also exciting podcast. I can't wait to read your newsletter. Thank you so much for coming. For all of our listeners who are keen to know more, be sure to check out the Gen AI newsletter that Charlotte and Beatrice have put together with their team, which can be found on the Tech Intelligence Centre. Thank you so much for listening and make sure to check out the next episode of Top Tech.